Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, okay. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast. With our first ever guest, we've got uh, Dr. Sarah Brooks with us. We, we had to up the ante and start fighting with somebody who is who has a piece of paper to prove that they're significantly smarter than we are. So, <laughs> so I, and I've been saving so many questions for this exact episode because I've been so excited about finally having a guest. So excited. Maddie knows about, you've seen most of these Maddie, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. These are a surprise to you. So it should be fun. I have to, I have them all in the little Google doc on my phone. So I got pull those up. All right, here we go. First one, if this, no, I do not want to rate docs right now. I want to use it. <laughs> um, are was... coconuts technically mammals? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um... Has hair, produces milk. Okay, I was going to say, what are the criteria <laughs> on which you are basing this? Discuss. No. <laughs> I mean, aren't whales mammals and they uh-huh. don't have hair and i don't, I don't know do about have hair in their mouths like is that no hair? Th- no that's baleen but whales have oh. a very fine <laughs> you can clearly see who has the phd and who doesn't <laughs> not to bully you maddie love you i don't know i thought it was some s- sort of like hay no, in there but mouth. i don't i don't <laughs> I don't know perfectly either. I am not a whale expert. I am just a person who likes whales a lot. They have some, I think they have some kind of like really fine hair just like on their bodies. So they, so they do count as a mammal. I know that for a fact. Oh. They definitely count as a mammal. If we really want to get into why I can Google it. I thought the criteria for being a mammal was like their blood, like, like warm blooded. Uh, no. Is Are that part of it? I don't know. Hold on. Now, so we'll, we'll Google it anyway. What defines it? Aren't you supposed to learn this in like third grade or something? Why, I definitely why learned do you have it. to Google this now? I've definitely, I've learned it probably on like different occasions and forgot it five different times. Okay. Mammal characteristics. What do we got? Mammals have hair or fur, are warm blooded, most are born alive, so things like, um, platypus. Uh, and then produce milk. So, so no, a coconut's not a mammal. Damn it! Well, that was easy. It was easy, but I was really, I was really hoping that one would spark some controversy. But I was yeah, proven wrong. Blooded. It's it's almost a mammal, kind of. 
Yeah, kind of. It's one again. So I guess since you can prove it wrong so quickly, it's like one of those Twitter hot takes that you just drop in your feed to watch everyone like lose their minds by like coming to that realization, and then you get to like scroll through it later and be entertained by everyone freaking out. <laughs> Coconuts do migrate. I don't know how that's uh. Okay, no, it. but like actually, <laughs> there like some species of coconut have literally just like floated across the ocean to islands and taken root. Well, wow. I, mean, I was trying to make a Monty Python. No, I know. <laughs> I remember seeing a post with that, and then the first comment was, "Are you suggesting coconuts migrate?" <laughs> and in this case, yes, they do. <laughs> Apparently, and I will see if I can uncover that post and link it in the description for anyone who wants to who wants proof and wants to know that i'm not just making this up all right well we got through the first one pretty fast so but it's okay i've been saving most of our best questions um how many holes are in a straw one i'd also say one i think it's two why it's one at either end but they're connected but then, ha- what then how do you know it's not infinite holes on top of each other? Well, it can't too- be infinite. It's finite, clearly. It's an infinite number of flat, plain holes stacked on top of each other. That's what forms a straw. Well, what if, like, you can see through it? I Look, I say it's two. Two? It's two. <laughs> Depending on the angle. There are two holes in a straw. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. But I feel like that goes against the argument you just made about the infinite holes. Would your answer be infinite holes? My answer is two holes. I have seen someone try to make the argument that a straw, or that it's, like, only in the, like, plane of length or something, or, like, only in the completely flat, like, no height whatsoever, that it could technically be infinite holes stacked on top of each other. I have seen that argument made, and that's another thing I will have to link in the description. And I really need to start writing down what I'm going to link in the description, because it always winds up being so many more things than I initially intend. But no, my answer is there are two holes in a straw. I feel like our descriptions get like, all right, here's where we got everything from. Yeah, literally. Every time we have an episode, it's like there's more. uh, I'd say one hole. Two. Two? What if, like... Don't they make, like, straws that, like, I don't know, let's say you're sharing a, a milkshake. Like, do they make straws that have, like, two stouts? Is that a thing? Or is that just two separate straws? I feel like it's usually two separate straws, but if you were to, That's to a- do that, then there would be three. I, fit, mm, I would say two. Mm. No, yeah, I, I no, like... you could not say <laughs> yeah. two because there's one. Oh, I very much could. Once, so if it's like a straw that's a Y, there's one on one end of the Y, there's one on the oh, other side of the Y, and there's one on the bottom. There's three holes in a straw like no, that. No, there's being like this would be one, and then when the branches off is another. No, uh huh. Nope. No, no, no. Yep. I very firmly believe this for no reason and it's of no consequence, but I very firmly believe it <laughs> as of approximately ten seconds ago. Good to have, good to see conviction. I'm with you on that. I think it would also be two, um, because it wouldn't be three. It's connected. Okay. Well, have fun being wrong together. Uh- <laughs>
Alright, I guess, I guess we can just... Oh, I've been excited for this one. I've been saving. This has been... The entire reason I wanted to invite you is so we could do an episode with this question specifically. Is Adam Driver hot? Yes. Hesitation. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Maddie? Alright, well, there are things I can appreciate. Okay. Um and th- this is just like for me, like everyone has their own taste. I think he is attractive in the sense of like unique. And I feel like unique is uh, also not a nice term because when someone says like, oh, they're so unique, like that usually doesn't mean a good thing. But there are qualities I appreciate, but overall, I wouldn't use that word to describe him. Okay. I think it depends on what you find hot, right? Because, like, the word I was thinking about, he was, like, distinctive. He has a yeah. distinctive look, you know? Mm-hmm. And some people really like that. And if you do, then, yeah, he would be considered hot. He's also a good actor. Um, okay, that's kind of know, my so. thing. One of the reasons that I... There was... I saw something somewhere. It was, like, to be hot... Adam Driver's proof that to be hot, you have to be a little bit ugly. And nothing has ever spoken to me more. Because you know, you know he's not coasting through life on his looks. You know he actually has to have, like, a personality. Not saying that, like, someone like Chris Hemsworth doesn't. He seems like a lovely dude. But, like, that man could get through life on looks alone. I think he definitely, like, like, Adam Driver does not have, like, commercial beauty is what we see. And, like, the the American standard of, like, what Mm -hmm. is beautiful, perhaps. Um, I do agree that he's a good actor, and I think that's also why some people, especially when watching different roles he's taking on, they find him attractive, like, because they relate with him. I feel like that also plays into it. I will I think allow his it. height, too, right? Mm. Isn't he, like, super tall? Oh, he's mad tall. Yeah. He's, like, ridiculously <laughs> tall. Yeah, I think that's part of it, too, the reason people like him. Which I'm very much not mad at. But also, um, if you like him for Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren alone, please seek therapy. (laughs) Because I'm concerned. I don't know. Arguably, his portrayal of Kylo Ren was kind of hot. Okay, I'll hear the arguments (laughs) for this. I'll hear the argument. I'm saying if you find Kylo Ren, period, not even Adam Driver that attractive, please, please seek help. No, I find that, like, that sort of internal struggle of morality. Okay. That vulnerability and... Okay. And this is also speaking as a person who hasn't seen the last Star Wars, one, out of laziness, and two, because if I don't watch it, then it's, then Star Wars technically isn't over. (laughs) you can't end it if you don't watch them all yeah but interesting argument i like it i can see it i feel like a lot of people like kylo ren specifically just because i don't know there's kind of a gross thing to it almost like not liking it for like oh it's a complex character but liking it because he's like a greasy emo sad boy (laughs) hat that's that's a way i've heard it described Greasy emo sad boy. <laughs> so I don't know. I was thinking this one would um would cause more controversy just based on your reactions when I've mentioned Adam Driver before. Yeah, I don't I don't I like if I'm talking me personally, no, I think he is a weird looking dude and <laughs> it's not my thing. 
<laughs> Fair enough. So there's okay, the controversy well, for you. I've been <laughs> frequently bullied for liking what people call lizard men, which is basically weird-looking weird <laughs> white guys. So, can't say this is new for me. What was that? So is that why you like reptiles? God, I hope those two things aren't connected. <laughs> oh my god. It'd be real weird if they are. Bridget has a type. <laughs> yeah, like we didn't already know that. Lizard band snakes. Not a terrible combination. Okay, so this one I'm gonna have to edit to show on the screen somewhere because it's a picture of a tweet. And the question in the tweet is what we're what we will now be arguing about if I can get this link to open because the Drive app is not cooperating. Is it asking you to rate Twitter this time? No. Okay. This is a tweet from Cancela Lansbury. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic name. Um, here it is. Your fiancé gets kidnapped in a foreign country. You stay out till 2 a.m. searching with authorities, but eventually you have to call it and return to your hotel. Do you still do your skincare routine, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> what do we think? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, at some point I gotta take care of me, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can see reasons for doing it and reasons for not doing it. Yeah. I feel like it could be a distraction. Like, all right, like, let me put five minutes or 30 minutes aside, however long your skincare routine takes. Like, let me let me just take care of this, and then I can focus on the other person. Yeah, on the problem. That was my thing. I was like, I could see how, like, doing something out of your normal routine would be, like, a thing you can control. So you would do it. But also, what? <laughs> Why would you do that? I feel like um, it's not even just about the normalcy or anything like that. It's like, what else do you do? Yeah, okay. You know? I didn't even think about that. You just, like, what are you going to do? Just sit there and stare at the door and hope they walk through the door? Right? Yeah. You got to do something to fill the time. And I don't, I, unless you're like actively looking or actively doing something to help find this person, you know, at some point you are going to go about your business. Yeah. I could see I could see a reason for not doing your skincare routine though. If like you're so distraught over this, like maybe you can't function and yeah. you really can't do anything for yourself that you normally would. Yeah, I don't know. I can kind of see I can see it going both ways, but now I'm kind of interested, um what else would you do if you're not doing your skincare <laughs> routine and you just go home at two AM after after searching and like you had to call it? What else do you do? I, I would assume you're not probably not going to be able to sleep. Yeah. So what else happens? I don't know. I feel like this is a situational type case. Like, yeah. depends on the person. Yeah. I'm just depends on the, the person who's missing. <laughs> I would also argue that maybe you want to do the skin routine or anything normal because you're trying to convince yourself that it's not that bad. Like, oh, mm. there's they're fine, they're gonna come through the door, it's like not a big deal, I'll just go about my normal Okay, that's an know, angle I hadn't so, considered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Convincing yourself, because I could see myself doing that, like, no, no, it's fine, just be normal. Mm -hmm. Everything's great. Yeah. Me functioning on a day-to-day -day basis. 
<laughs> this is fine. Dog. Yeah, dog with a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has more accurately captured the state of the world than that dog. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. Alright. Unless we have any more things to say about things you could possibly do after um, calling off the search for your fiancé in a foreign country, we can move on to our next topic. I would probably just spend my evening calling people and waking them up to emote at them. Yeah, okay, that sounds appropriate. I feel like um, drinking also might be a move. Drinking? Okay. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Binge-watching the Great British Baking Show? Okay, that that I cannot see happening. I feel like I might turn to crime shows to see if, like, all right, like, let's see if I could figure this out on my own. Like, okay. What What am I missing? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I could do Bake Off because I'd be, like, I'd be too... I'd have too much adrenaline to sit down and, and listen to Paul Hollywood. Okay, then go online and read crime statistics. See what the likelihood of Yeah, the just freak myself out more. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do that about everything on a day-to-day basis, just like freak myself out more, so I can't say that would be a particularly like exceptional circumstance for me. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's a fun thing everyone can comment. What do you do <laughs> in this hypothetical? Do you do your skincare routine? And if you don't, what are you doing? <laughs> Okay. I think the answer is yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Although I can't say I, I have agree. a particularly like intense skincare routine. It's 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 pretty minimal. I don't mess with it a lot. Yeah. Mine's pretty basic as well. I, I'd still do my skincare routine, you know. All the basics. <laughs> I like it. Alright. Okay, here's what I came up with. That I'm actually kind of proud of. Here's, here's what we got. Theoretically, do you think you would? Do you think it would be possible for somebody to like learn a trade? In reverse. And here's what I mean. So like, the average person like you can fix, like you know you can Google like maybe how to fix something in your car yourself, and you don't have to understand, like exactly how every single part of the car works in order to do that. So my so what I was thinking was, okay, what if you first teach someone, like, okay, like, you know, here are some basic problems, like, with a car that can happen. Here's how you fix them. You don't need to understand exactly why these things happen yet. You just need to know that this is what you do to fix them. And then you go backwards from there, like, this is why this thing breaks down sometimes. And so on and so forth. Until they understand absolutely everything, having started with, like, something that like, you know, rather than, like, learning every part of the car first, just learning, this is a problem you're going to see, this is how you fix it, don't ask why, but then going backwards. Mm, so, like, reverse engineering Yeah, everything. like, reverse engineering, like, learning some sort of, like, craft or trade. I feel like that's how people may become interested in something, like, people who like to work on cars maybe it started because they had an issue with their car and they're the type that want to figure it out and then yeah or and then they wanted to like you know keep messing with things and see how can i improve this and they just like teach themselves i could see that being plausible 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like not with everything, probably probably not like, you know, physics or whatever. Like you can't you probably you need to understand some things there before you move on to other things. But I feel like with a lot of practical real world ap- uh, real world applications, it's possible to work backwards. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like something that people do kind of frequently, I would think, right? If I'm understanding it correctly, because I feel like I've done that myself a bunch of times where it's like, even with cars specifically, I've tried to fix random things on cars and I have no idea how cars work. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I'll Google something, watch a YouTube video and I will figure this out. It's like you slowly start to piece together an understanding. Yeah, because there's so many things you can, like, there's a lot of things you can, like, fix or do or, like, you know, even, like, build something without having to have, like, any kind of advanced knowledge of whatever, be it, like, mechanics or, like, carpentry or something. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I just thought that was something interesting. It's like, what if you just worked backwards until you understood everything about it? I feel like that, in some circumstances, would be possible. Yeah, I feel like that definitely applies to like fixing things like stuff around the house or I don't know even like plumbing or something just because if you have an issue you can google or ask someone how do I fix this and then therefore you're teaching yourself and if you take an interest in it or you know other things go wrong in your house um and you eventually fix those too you build up this knowledge of knowing how to fix things and therefore you could understand how they then work together okay yeah i say solid analysis <laughs> we got any other comments on this before we jump to the next question which is the last one that i have slated but after that we can just go through some of the like random unassigned questions or come up with stuff off the top of our heads We'll see what happens. We like to we like to improvise here. <laughs> Quite a bit, seeing how often we have to like stop the conversation and track exactly how we got there. I think that happens maybe once per episode. Yeah. How'd we get here? Um Yeah, I'd say like before we move on, if you move into a house, for example, that needs a lot of work and you want to take it upon yourself to do it all yourself, then you might come out learning a new trade. If Yeah, maybe. Perhaps. If you, for, if you have to Google enough things. Okay. Next one. Um, what does next week mean? The coming week or the one after? Because I hear people use it both ways and it confuses mm-hmm. me greatly. Because when someone says next week... I assume that it's the one that is coming at us. Didn't we just argue about this a few days ago? (laughs) Yeah, it inspired me. (laughs) Well, I I feel like you gotta take into account the word this, like this week. Yeah. Because I would say then, like, the week we are experiencing right now, that's this week. And then next week would be the next coming week. But what are you saying? No, here's the thing. I agree with you, but this happened to me. I got an email. It was like, because I had applied for a job. And they were like, okay, next week, 
This was on like a Thursday. And the email said, next week, we're going to send you this other email. And like you respond to it to like, you know, confirm that you're going to show up. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be on a Monday that the email was going to be in my inbox. I opened my inbox that Monday and there was nothing. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, it's morning, I'll wait, whatever. It was the week after the next Monday that I got the email in my inbox. I was like, so why did you say next week? You sent this on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. The weekend happened and then it was next week. I feel like... It bothered me so mm -hmm. much. Maybe... Because I feel like it can become confusing when people use, like, next on a weekend. Because, yeah, okay. all right. Do, that I get. Do you mean, mm -hmm. Like, do you mean next as in the week starts on, like, I don't know, Sunday, Monday, whatever you want to call it. That being next? Or have we jumped into this yet? Yeah. I feel like it depends on where, like, some people, like, even, like, different calendars, or, like, if you buy a planner, sometimes it starts on Sunday, sometimes it starts on Monday. Mm hmm oh, That's a good one. Where do we- ladies, where do we think uh, the week actually begins? Sunday or Monday? Sunday. I'd say Monday. Sunday. No, it's Sunday. Absolutely not. <laughs> that's when it starts. No! No! <laughs> Just because works and school start on Monday doesn't mean that's when the weekend when you or the buy week starts. a planner most of the time, it says Sunday. No, it does not. Yeah, what planners are you? mine? Hold on. You can't use anecdotal evidence. <laughs> I mean, I could find a planner if you want to. Yeah. I'll start on I mean, Sunday. <laughs> I got a kid a calendar right here. It starts on Sunday. <laughs> Monday. Unconvincing. <laughs> but that's like when everything starts. Like everyone can. How does everyone not it's, consider the start when, to be Monday? It's when the weekdays the start. Week. Yeah, instead of the work week or the school week. Mm-hmm. That's not start of the week week. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> that's just how it works. I didn't make up the calendar. I I do not agree. Nor do I like what it. I find, I find more confusing than the f saying next week is when somebody just says like, you know, Thursday. Like we'll do this thing Thursday, and it's a Tuesday or something, and you don't know. If yeah, you mean, I'm like, like which one? Because it feels like the one two days later is like too soon, right? But then you would think they would say next Thursday, yeah. but then that would mean like a yeah days and not two days later. That's yeah, going to that's get what like I always try to be like super specific. Like, when I'm telling people about things. But I don't know. That doesn't always happen happen back. So I, like, wind up confused. I'm like, oh, no. And then I forget to ask because I'll, like, you know, get caught up in, like, the details of, like, whatever. Like, okay, yeah, like, what time? All that stuff. And then I'll leave and be like, what day? <laughs> I hate when people don't use tomorrow and instead they use, like, like, all right, I'll see you Wednesday. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Wait, that's tomorrow. Yeah, and then tomorrow's Wednesday. Do you mean Wednesday, tomorrow? Like, but, yeah. but do you mean tomorrow or do you mean next Wednesday? It's so confusing. Because you feel, because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, telling you I'll see you on Wednesday when it's, like, when it is Tuesday. It's like, yeah, okay, that's correct. But I feel like if you were, if you meant tomorrow, you just say tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. 
Because otherwise it makes you question it. Yeah. God, why is the English language so confusing? Like, but what is it that makes you question? Are you questioning that you know what day it is currently and you think you have the wrong day? No, or do you I think feel the like... Thing that's scheduled, yeah. you know? I'm questioning like the schedule. I feel like when that happens, I feel like I question, oh, do they not know what day it is? Like... Yeah. yeah, you know that's tomorrow, right? Okay, yeah, no, that oh, I didn't even think about that. No, usually for me, I'm like, do they mean tomorrow or do they mean no, a week the from one tomorrow. after? So yeah. I don't know, but I didn't even think about that. People like maybe the other person doesn't know what day it is. I mean, but I, I feel like that's happened where somebody has said like, I'll see you next Thursday, and Thursday's two days away, but they mean the one nine days away. Yeah, because there's an assumption that the one two days away is too soon. Yeah. Like that's no, that's why I appreciate the like the next. I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> like I get that. No, but you don't have people who say like next Thursday when they mean the one that's nine days away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then it's not technically the next one. It's Thursday of next yeah. week, but the next Thursday is two yeah. days away. Yeah. Oh, I have encountered a lot of people who be I... like, oh, this coming Thursday. Like that's why I like that that distinction: <laughs> this coming Thursday versus next Thursday. No, but I know what you're talking about. Like, some people will say... Yeah, I've had that experience. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, that's confusing. The world is a confusing place. <laughs> say the date there. next to it, too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's my thing. <laughs> I, I appreciate, like... <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's the most helpful, I think. Either that or, like, again, just very specific, like, we're doing this tomorrow. I know. I need. I need the day, the date, the time. Well, because I always convince myself that I'm remembering something wrong, mm-hmm. or that I wrote it down wrong, and I'm like, oh god. Like, what if I? What if I show up late? Or like, what if they've just been like waiting for me this whole time? I don't know if this is happening with you two, but um, and this has definitely happened ever so much more during like quarantine. But not knowing which days it are, it is. Even though I've returned to work and, you know, I have a sense of, all right, I go into work this day and some sort of schedule to my life. I've gone the last three Thursdays thinking they're Fridays to the point where I say, oh, yeah, it's Friday. And then someone corrects you. No, it's not. It's Thursday. (laughs) I think it might be worse for me because I'm still very much trying to find a job. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I doubt that still happens to me possibly more than for you guys i'm thinking about the thing you said like where you don't necessarily trust they know what day it is i feel like that even happens two days out like if you see someone thursday and they say i'll see you saturday i'm like the day after tomorrow right yeah (laughs) i always do that and i don't know why it's like i don't trust them to understand how time works (laughs) and i want to be sure that they know it's the day after the next one and that we agree on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to confirm, in other words, you mean? <laughs> yep. The queen, the queen of follow-up emails. You're looking I think at. That's her. my limit, though. I tried to think. I was like, two days out. No, I wouldn't do that. You know, like you know, two days after the next day, but. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Okay, time isn't real. The, uh, correct, time is an illusion social construct Mm -hmm. we made everything up all right so that's it for assigned questions does anyone have anything off the top of their head before i dive into our list of random questions i've just have and haven't assigned to a specific episode yet i'm thinking of calendar questions (laughs) yeah right like i every now and again i'm like i'll try to see if something along the same topic kind of comes to mind before i move on Uh. I say, if I knew I had the opportunity to pose questions, I would have put some thought into it. Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I would have I'm not good on the spot, though. Uh, too bad. Okay, well, if you come up with anything as we're talking. All right, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, hmm. Should mac and cheese be eaten with a fork or a spoon? I'm taking it very seriously. I like that. Just the I... other day, I ate mine with a fork and you ate yours with a spoon. Oh my god, wait, I didn't even notice that. <gasps> wow. So I guess we have our answer. <laughs> no, I think it depends on the type of mac and cheese, though. Mm-hmm. It does. Very dependent. How much sauce is involved. I am also surprised that you chose a fork for that, for the kind of mac and cheese that we had. What? It's Was not, it like, soupy? overly cheesy. I don't know. It doesn't feel right. I feel like you only need a spoon when it, there's like a lot of cheese sauce. And you want to make sure you get that. But maybe because the shells are less stabbable. Yeah, I have a I I don't find shells particularly like because when you try and stab them, they like yes. suction cup to the bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Or I don't know. That's a that's a common problem I've encountered. <laughs> I agree. It definitely depends on both the noodle and the cheese. I feel like especially the noodle, though, because not all of them are conducive to spoonware. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, like, what if you had the, okay, I don't know the names of the noodles, the, the spinny ones. The, oh, the, the bigger ones? Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine trying to grab those guys with a spoon. You're going to get one. Like, yeah, you're no, get that's, four. that's not going to work out. And also, like, as much as I don't like, like, craft mac and cheese all that much, I find it very disappointing. Like, that type of, like, hollow, like, tube noodle. Very, mm-hmm. very noodle. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Very satisfying to eat with a fork, because you can put one noodle on each of the little tines. I would also say that it depends on the mac and cheese vessel. Because Interesting. what I'm thinking okay. is, like, with a spoon, if you're eating it with a spoon and your mac and cheese is on a plate... Yeah, that's weird. Mm, it's gonna like be that. really hard to like chase it around and go off the edges, but at least a fork you can like stab it and get it underneath it better. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hadn't even thought about that. Wow. I mean, that's that's often how I eat my mac and cheese because I'll have it with something like chicken nuggets, right? Because I put them on the same plate. <laughs> this is a call out of us two nights ago. I didn't say the dinosaur shaped ones. Ah, <laughs> it was my next question. <laughs> Oh, I have no shame in the fact that I regularly... Bridget. Yeah, we've eaten dino chicken nuggets together. <laughs> I forgot about that. We did. That was a fun yeah. night. So but yeah, this is what like... happens when you're in your 20s and also in your 30s. It, do- it doesn't change. It's still dino nugs and mac and cheese. Just, you know, sometimes with a white claw instead of <laughs> a juice box. Yeah. We did one. Ooh, classy. We did. <laughs> Classed it up just a teeny tiny bit. And actually, the Riesling really complimented the Dino Nugs well. Okay, no, literally. Yeah. I don't know if this is a Vine or a TikTok, but I will find it and I will link it. There's this woman who's, like, reading the back of the wine bottle and she's like, Oh, it says Barefoot Pinot Grigio pairs great with poultry. So I can have this with my dinosaur chicken nuggets. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, it's us. This is a call out directly about us. But yeah. That's why I think this question is interesting, though, because I imagine, like, every time somebody goes to eat mac and cheese, they sort of do these subconscious mental calculations yeah. of what the appropriate vessel and utensil are based on the mac and cheese sauce and noodle shape. Yeah, because like, we, we have, like a, like, a cookout at my house, like, in the summer, and my mom makes mac and cheese. It's also, like, it's, like, good mac and cheese to eat with a fork because the cheese sauce is very, like, it really sticks to the noodle because it's all homemade. But we're always putting on, like, paper plates with, like, watermelon and burgers and stuff like that. So I always eat it with a fork. But then when I make, like, Annie's and I put it in a bowl or if, you know, back when I was um, living either in a dorm or in my college house and really lazy, a uh, very giant mug, I would always eat it with a spoon. But I never noticed that I was, like, making that pairing. That's so weird. There are so many factors that go into these tough decisions. Right? Ugh. Alright, what else we got? We're just blowing through questions tonight. I feel like this would have been a good time to bring back the sport debate. Would that be helpful for eating? Oh yeah. Mac and cheese. The last episode, we got, we got, not like heated, but we got very into like, researching like different types of sporks and like which ones are more spoon and which ones are more fork and we also found some really weird ones and also this thing called a splayed which is a like spoon knife fork which i always thought was called a spy fork Mm. 
I was wrong, apparently. There's a whole Venn diagram illustrating why that is not the case. Okay. But yeah. What are we... What what exactly about the spork are we bringing in, though? Is my question. Like, maybe it would be useful for all types of mech and cheese. Or, or more types. Then maybe... you, can still, you could stab it and scoop it. So maybe a spork should be, like, the universal mac and cheese utensil. So there is no debate anymore. Perhaps. I, I still feel like it would depend on the noodle, though. Because if you have the, the big noodles, you'll you'll want more prongs. So therefore, but then what if you have yeah. a fork-dominant spork? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's mostly fork, but a little spoon. Or, like, an even, like, 50... Or, like, a 60-40 type situation? Would that yeah, be the uh, perfect utensil for all types of mac and cheese universally? Last episode... Yes, 60 spoon. Yeah, we determine there's different types of sporks. Including very tiny ones. The, the question that comes to mind for me is like, why don't we have like metal sporks that are just like common everyday household items? Like, why do people always have separate ones? Yeah, they're always That's like what the, we were saying. They're always plastic. Yeah. Like, it's always like the, and I, it's like durable plastic. They're like camping sporks. I need a... Yeah, I want a nice, like, metal spork that'll go with my actual dishes. I need old reliable, uh, metal spork where... I don't know. Yeah, can someone get on that? Save so much space in the utensil drawer. Yeah, you could... Right, don't get... Yeah. If it's, like, like the 4060, that's literally all you need. You need Mm -hmm. that and a knife. You could have so much more room. All you need is a splade. All you need is a splade. <laughs> Although if it's a metal, sp- I kind of wouldn't want a metal splade because the handle is like, sometimes the handle part is the knife. So I don't think I'd want a metal splade. <laughs> it's probably because if they keep the utensils separate, they can charge us more for it. <gasps> oh, did we just uncover a conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> like we could just charge you for the splade. But then that's one set, of, like, you would get, like, a set of eight, you know, and that would be eight place settings worth. And yeah, that's it. That's it. Instead of, instead of eight place settings worth, they got to sell us 24 utensils instead of eight. Making tons of money. Plus, if you get your fancy set of silverware, they're not going to make, like, fancy sporks. They should. They should. They should. Can someone, can someone <laughs> one of our, uh, I think, maybe 20 listeners, based on my latest look at our analytics, can one of our approximately 10 to 20 listeners uh, get on that and start making some actual fancy sporks and spades? I'll, I'll keep them in business. I'll buy them. Yeah, no, I'll buy it. <laughs> Especially since I, hopefully, fingers crossed, might need to get an apartment soon, so I'll need to get actual dishes instead of just novelty mugs and the one square bowl and square plate that my mom got me when I moved out as a joke because she hates square plates but I was living on my own and it was for me so she was like here you go nah when when I move out again I know I'm still bringing my two cups my one plate hopefully a splayed hopefully a splayed that'd be a nice addition to the set here's another question I got why aren't all disposable utensils just made of bamboo like bamboo chopsticks are the ultimate disposable utensil. Sturdy enough to eat your food with them. Biodegradable. Why don't we just do that with like literally everything else? Bamboo grows so fast. It is such a sustainable material. 
Like, why are we wasting our time trying to make, like, plastic out of, like, corn? When we can just make things bamboo. I think there's just a lot of backroom deals. A lot of people shaking hands in certain industries. Okay, yeah. I feel like it definitely has to do with, you know, the money-making thing. Some like, what's cheap to what's cheap to produce, probably plastic, and they're not going to maybe want to go for the more eco-friendly option. I get that. I do get that. But it's one of those things that bothers me. I'm like, why? The perfect solution is right there. We're just choosing not to use it. Mm-hmm. Not like we as in, like, you know, yeah. everyone, but the world business as a whole is just choosing not to use it and it annoys me greatly all right what else we got unless we have anything else to say on this topic or anything tangentially related Mm. good yes (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm trying to find one that isn't too like weird since you have an actual reputation sure (laughs) well more than either of us do bridget and i are nobodies we could say whatever we want yeah (laughs) that's true i googled myself once i didn't like it oh (laughs) like that i actually came up you know that you exist that you exist to the world like oh crap people can see this yeah i'm a human they perceive me (laughs) uh we that's why i have this giant flannel on nobody we are not being perceived today. <laughs> yeah. I, being perceived, zero out of ten. Continue, Maddie. Oh, I've Googled myself for fun, and I, I'm a, I'm a safe like, five rows down. Like, they're not finding Does the Does anything even come up when you... I want to Google myself now. I think, like, my picture comes up. I think the first result when you search my name is my Geneseo faculty page. Mm. Not a fan. There is a somebody's yeah Bridget Kelly K E L L Y, who's a singer, and then there is a Bridget Kelly K E L L E Y, so literally spelled the exact same way as my name, who is a supervising senior editor of NPR's award-winning afternoon news magazine. Oh, and nice. but other than that, oh, there's my LinkedIn. So I'm like. Uh, one, two, three, four. I'm five down. So I exist, but I am not the top result, which at this point in my life is kind of to be expected. It's not like I'm doing much right now. I I do this and then I play video games from my childhood on my Xbox. Let me tell you, the reason why it's sort of creepy to have my page come up like that is because this one time I got on like two dates with this guy. And he found, he like Googled me and found my office and everything based on the, the page and showed up in my office one day. Okay, <gasps> ew, no, I hate that. Yeah, ew. and so now it's like having all that info out there. I'm not a big fan. I hate absolutely everything about that. That is gross. And yeah, he didn't seem to understand why it bothered me, but. Yeah, especially. How? Today, like, uh, who are you? <laughs> How'd you get in yeah. here? Yep. Yep. People make no sense to me. Like, it's things like that. Like, you can't... Like, if you can't explain it to them, it's like, I don't even know where to begin with, like, what's... What was, like, missing in your socialization just as a human being. (laughs) (laughs) 
not to like dunk on people that are like slightly socially awkward or anything like that's a whole different it's a whole different level of just like well there's a difference between like appearing in one's house on welcome or like office yeah like um i i like kind of know you but like how and why are you here yeah no that's like big oof big oof big yikes yeah he specifically came during my office hours too. He's like, I know these are your office hours. I'm like, oh. hey, ew. gross. <laughs> yeah. He did bring scones though. Oh. You should have been like, um, <laughs> these are my office hours, but do you have an appointment? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what happened with you is creepy. However, similar situation, maybe after like a couple more dates, if you're like, yeah, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm a professor. And then they tried to be cute and bring you scones during office hours. Theoretically, not the worst thing in the world. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like they they would have to, like, feel it out. Like, like oh, do you like surprises? Or, or yeah. maybe hint at it in some, like, oh, do you get visitors at your office hours? Like, maybe, like, introduce it a little that they're going to do that. That's the thing. I think, like, in general, showing up to someone's place of work uninvited mm-hmm. yeah. is problematic. Okay, yeah, point taken. You know? Abs- like, and absolutely, like, no defense of this dude whatsoever. That was yeah. super, super creepy. I was just, like... Because I'm a person who likes surprises. Like, if I was in, like, a... Like, kind of, like, entering a new relationship and somebody was, like... You know, like, they showed up and they, like, you know, brought me lunch... Like, dropped off lunch for me. I'd be like, oh, that's sweet. But that's, like, mm-hmm. that's just a me thing. And it would have to be, like, you know, done in a non-creepy way, which is obviously not what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like in the workplace it's different, too, because, like, you're, you're your professional self there. And you don't, yeah. o- you don't always want to mix, like, your personal life with your professional life. And especially if you're in a new relationship, like, you want to definitely... At least for me, I don't know. That could be and, uh, and like maybe others. And I feel like maybe, like, some type of work, because, like, I think you can't, like, the stuff I want to do, you kind of can't keep your personal life out of it. Like, mm. with a lot of video stuff, like, you're not doing it just as a job, you know? You're not doing it as a nine-to-five, you're doing it because it's something, like, you really, like, you personally really care about, versus, like, other types of office jobs not to like imply that like any like, yeah anybody well, here is not caring about their job well like well you mentioned video work like i'm just uh, imagining like a lot of that is uh freelance yeah so, like like i guess to put it in that scenario like what if someone you went on like one date with showed up like while you were you know doing your job i'm sure yeah that's mad creepy yeah. mad creepy <laughs> like you're in the zone doing what you gotta do for your work Super wherever creepy. that might be and there's this person no you know it's that's mad creepy. the thing that's like in my mind is like if i was like you know starting starting to maybe seriously date somebody and i was like i was like yeah i'm gonna be on this shoot and like you know it's gonna be a really long day or whatever and they like show up to drop me drop me off lunch oh okay that's kind of yeah, cute. It's, it's all about context, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, oh my god, that's like, I'm still circling back to that. I cannot... Yikes! Let me add that he drove 45 minutes. No, okay, that's so much worse. 
Like the scenario He can't even say I was in the neighborhood. Like yeah, no, I don't know, the ideal scenario in my head is like I was here anyway because I like work nearby or whatever and I just wanted to yeah. do something nice. That's that's huh, I hate it. I hate absolutely everything about it. Bad. And also like one of the reasons it was so bothersome is like I'm just sitting there at my desk you know working away whatever and I look up and he just looks so out of place you know because like yeah completely separate sections of your life and it makes me think about how odd it can sometimes be when you have segments of your life that sort of like collide mm -hmm. and you didn't realize how separately you thought of them like like friend groups meeting no oh my god that's like you know? kind of similar like when I started like in like including some of my like study abroad friends and like like uh I made like a big dis like Maddie you're in this I made a big discord server for like all my friends because I have a bunch of friends scattered in a bunch of different places and now like they're all meeting each other virtually I'm like whoa <laughs> and like it's cool everyone's chill but like I'm like oh my god this is this is interesting I'm just, I'm just imagining all the times when I was young and you have like I don't know gatherings for like a birthday mm -hmm. and you invite all your friends and you you kind of act differently around certain friends, just yep. like, not that you're changing yourself for, your, for these people, but um, putting them all together in one room, you have to kind of be the host to all these people and make sure, I don't know, just worlds colliding is what I'd yeah. say. It's always such an interesting so, experience. Communication accommodation theory. We adapt our communication to those with whom we're communicating. It's very true, though. It's like the idea of being like a bit of a chameleon. Not that it's like we're changing ourselves, like you mm -hmm. said, but. I wonder if just going to start thinking people. this is like a Geneseo specific podcast because everyone here is connected to Geneseo in some way, shape, or form. And we're all co communication people. Because I think in almost every episode, Maddie and I have definitely mentioned like either Geneseo or communication or some form of like what we either currently do or want to do. I don't know if those are all positives, though. <laughs> Definitely. There might have been a light roast here and there. Yeah. But I'm, like, wondering... I feel like people are going to start being like, is this, like, a Geneseo-specific podcast? Just because we, like, are only, like, reaching into our own personal networks thus far. Because this is such a small, like, still such a small thing. But I don't know. It's not, I promise. We're trying to appeal... We're trying not to make anyone feel excluded. It's not your fault all the cool people are in and around Genesio. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I like that. Zing. Alright. I think we're... According to my timer, that I actually remembered to set this time because I've done a terrible job of seeing how long our episodes run and attempting to be at least mildly consistent. I think we got time for maybe one or two more, depending on how how intense the discussion gets so unless anyone has anything off the top of their head or anyone came up with anything during any other conversations dive into the random unassigned questions once again um again try, trying to keep it not that explicit I feel like this is very telling of just my sense of humor and the way that I am as a person. 
don't know that it's appropriate to mention another podcast during your podcast. Oh, I don't care. But it's not. There's a podcast called Hysteria, which is fantastic, and it's all women talking about things that are relevant to women, and it's like focusing on current events. Mm-hmm. But they end every each episode with a segment that they call "Hills Will Die On." Okay, love to see it. Love multiple, to hear it. A, yeah, a few people each week will pick like the one thing that they are very, very passionate about that is absolutely inconsequential mm-hmm. and that nobody agrees with them on. And that's the hill they'll die on. I feel like there's a lot of really good material there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have gets, to check that out. Yeah, it gets heated. I can imagine. That's my thing. Like, I always try to find, like, arguments that people have done. But, like, I want to be, like, like for in- like not to, like, plagiarize. Like, I want inspiration, not to just, like, copy people, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Maybe inspiration will strike if I do listen to it, so... It's really good. Okay, I know you're a person who has strong opinions organizationally, as do I. So, um, how do you organize your fridge? Like, what goes in which drawer? They're designated drawers, aren't they? Because you have, like, the um, the drawer that's, like, for your meats and cheeses. That's the one that's sort of, like, toward the middle. Yeah, it's, like, the and flat. And the fridge is laid out different. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have your two, like, little crisper drawers at the bottom. Yeah. Are vegetables left or right? Fruits and veggies. Oh, I don't have... Do you, you mean you put fruits in one and veggies in the other? Yeah. I mix that shit together. Oh, huh? I swear. <laughs> oh no. We, we swear out here constantly. The only thing I... Okay. The only reputation I'm worried about is yours, not ours. We don't have a rep. Yeah, we don't have We're a nobody. <laughs> Um, For my fridge, I throw my meats and cheeses in with my vegetables on the bottom of this. Okay, ew. Oh, I don't, I, I don't have a, a skinny cold cut drawer, so I just... What kind of fridge are you got? Throw... <laughs> it, it's a Samsung. Um, I keep the majority of my vegetables on the right drawer, and I'll throw my potatoes in on the left side with the cold cuts. And I don't keep fruit in my fridge except for strawberries, which I just throw anywhere. <laughs> okay, here's how we do it at my house. And by extension, this would be me when I get my own place. Because again, you know, I had to, I graduated during a pandemic, so I am unemployed. <laughs> but uh, bottom left crisper drawer, vegetables. Bottom right, fruit. And then like kind of just like random stuff on that shelf that the the thin drawer kind of like encroaches on because really there it's an odd shape it's like whatever you can fit like jars of things yeah and then like cold cuts cheese unless it's like a big block that won't fit like if you got to get a big old block of parmesan for whatever reason uh in the little skinny drawer and then like the top left shelf the one that's usually like the biggest that's where all like big bottles of stuff go so like the Brita pitcher milk like juice and then so and then things like sauces and whatnot on the door the little butter thingy and my mom has like this little plastic container for eggs that for some reason we don't put them in the in the um just the cardboard container that they come in oh I don't know why we have our special little egg container (laughs) I definitely keep my eggs in the carton because 
whenever we put we put them in bowls if they're hard boiled and just like keep them there yeah my sister messed it up the other day like wait, wait, we wait. always bowl in the fridge though right yeah okay. yeah in the fridge but my sister i was just thinking of this i grabbed this egg in a bowl i'm like oh great it's already hard boiled crack it oh, and no. then it gets all oh, over no, me no, no, i'm like no. <laughs> messed up the system bad <laughs> i like many adults buy many fruits and vegetables thinking i'm i'm a grown person like i'm gonna eat these healthy things i'm gonna use all these things no and then it's dino but then you don't so so what i do is think about the bottom drawers that I, when i buy fresh like fruits and fruits and veggies i'll put them in the left hand drawer because it's more easily accessible because the door opens you know this way so it's mm-hmm. but when they start to get to the point where they're questionable <laughs> like should i eat these or not i don't want to eat them because they're questionable but i also don't want to throw them out because it makes me feel like a horrible adult like a horrible person mm-hmm. so i shift them to the right hand drawer until they're no longer questionable and are clearly inedible at what point at which point i throw them away and then repeat the process <laughs> that's kind of fun it's a fun little fun system there's a so whole rotation going. Yeah, that's why I mix the fruits and veggies together because I gotta have. Yeah, you gotta have edible. what's good with yeah. what else is good. Yeah. Okay, so here's I get the things that. that could be eaten. Yeah, and then here's the stuff that I feel guilty throwing away yet, but I'm definitely not eating it. Okay, makes sense. Honestly, though, like whenever I, whenever I buy, whenever I buy kale, it's just a death sentence for it. Like it's gonna die in there. No one's eating that. The only t- the only way I will consume kale if it's like it's being mixed into a smoothie with a bunch of fruit because I think it's so gross. Like I know it's good for you, just like but like texture wise, flavor wise, bad. So bad. Only in a smoothie. And you also know like this about me. Um, the only acceptable yeah. way to eat spinach is raw. Cooked spinach yeah. is disgusting. I love it. Ew, it's just like mushy and gross. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, like so them. good. I don't know. I have a Thank lot of, you. I have a lot of texture sensitivities. Bridget, I feel like we disagree on like what tastes good. Like we're eating <laughs> completely different things. I don't have to take this from someone who puts pineapple on pizza. It's good. <laughs> you don't drink coffee. <laughs> yeah, because I'm bitter enough as it is. It's a sin. You drink black coffee, which is absolutely terrifying to me because you have the personality mm-hmm. of a Disney princess. <laughs> and those two things just don't mesh in my mind. I need balance in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Okay. I think we're coming up on about an hour here, so I think we're going to call it for our first episode with a guest ever. We are all available to follow on Twitter at uh, BridgetKelly98, at um, MR5MAR, and at said. So um, follow us there. The podcast is available to stream on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, a bunch of other podcasting sites. I think it's being distributed to like seven now, which is great. And we're also available to watch on YouTube. And we will be back next week, possibly with another guest. Gotta gotta see if... uh, some schedules line up so fingers crossed all right bye bye imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.